Building Faith podcast from Chris Reese Ministries is a podcast to bring biblically-based messages and in-depth conversations to help you live your faith every day. For more tools, tips, and teachings, check out our Life Church community by going to lifechurch.com, L-Y-F-E hyphen church.com. Well, hey, my friends, welcome back to another edition of the Building Faith Podcast. I am so thrilled to be here with you today. I'm your host, Chris Reese, and my mission, as always, is to help you live your faith every day. And today, we are in episode 129, and we're talking about preparing your heart for new beginnings. Are you ready for a new beginning? Perhaps you're ready to say goodbye to 2020. Look, even if you haven't been negatively impacted by all the happenings in the world, we can still all agree that 2020 has been quite a challenge. And thankfully, God's mercies are new every morning, and the same would be true for the new year. And there are things that we can do to prepare our hearts for new beginnings. So join with me in Ephesians chapter 4, starting in verse 22. And Paul says this to the church at Ephesus, to put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires and be renewed in the spirit of your minds and to put on the new self created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. There are signs that God is calling you into a new season. And look, seasons can vary. It can be a new career, a higher level of spiritual understanding, a deeper relationship, a new area of growth. And as beautiful as these new seasons are, and they can be, we can actually miss the fullness of the blessing if we're not prepared. Imagine that your dream has always been to own your own business. And one day the opportunity of a lifetime comes up, but you're not prepared. You didn't save any money. You didn't go to school. You didn't learn what you needed to learn. The opportunity is tremendous, but you simply miss out because you weren't prepared. I live in the Northeast and we experience all four seasons. And the smart ones plan for each season season in advance. For the summer, we make sure that our air conditioners are working properly. In the winter, we make sure that we have shovels and salt ready. And in the spring and fall, we make sure there's plenty of allergy medication on hand. And now imagine going into each one of those seasons unprepared. Well, in today's times, you'll likely survive, but you may not thrive. It's no fun scrambling to get firewood when a storm is coming. And some seasons we welcome more than others. I'll be honest, I'm a summer girl. My prayer is that God will allow us to move to Florida, give me sun all day, every day. But up here in the Northeast, to get to the summer... I have to go through other seasons that I don't like as much. But I know that no matter how long it takes, summer is always coming. So I am always ready. And the same is true for God. If his blessings seem a long time coming, we can count on the fact that they will come. Are you ready? Maybe you've been in a challenging season for so long that you're losing hope. And God calls us to continually move forward in the life that he's calling us. And to do this, we would do well to look deeper at what Paul is telling the church at Ephesus. You see, Paul in the book of Ephesians calls believers to not only strive towards a new beginning, which we have in Christ, 
but he encourages us to strive to be more Christ-like in our life. And here's what he says in verse 22, to put off your old self, which belongs to the former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires. So the first step in preparing for new beginnings is to put off. Say goodbye to the old, the old you, the old habits, the old thinking, the old patterns, the same old, same old. To put off your old self refers to doing away with your old desires and urges and behaviors. And Paul tells us that these things corrupt us. To corrupt means to destroy Our old ways destroy us. They destroy our possibilities, they destroy our potential, and they can destroy our purpose. And if I were to come to Christ and still live in my old, aggressive, ambitious, stubborn ways, I would likely still be praying for new beginnings instead of living in them. You cannot continue to crave the things of this world and expect to please God. You can't continue to rely on yourself and expect to operate in faith. We can't continue to seek vengeance and expect God to fight for us. Paul is sharing this with us because he no longer wants us stuck. And he has the prescription for the problem. And many of you who are stuck in your old ways, you didn't get there overnight. I get it. Sometimes a painful past can cause survival patterns to emerge. Do what you need to do. Process the past. Seek counseling. Learn to trust God. Get healing, possibly even deliverance. But whatever you do, do what you have to do to break free from the enemy's stronghold in your life so you can move forward. Oftentimes, we're waiting on God to miraculously change our situation when he's waiting on us to invite him into our healing journey. The old self refers to those behaviors that ruled you before Christ or as I like to say, my BC days. When Jesus is invited into your life and given full reign, not just pockets, not just compartments, not when he's just relegated to a corner or a closet, but when he is given full reign, you no longer want to behave BC. You know, that check in your spirit is loud and clear, and your one desire is to be a comfortable temple for the Holy Spirit to dwell. So no matter what you're battling, resisting, or fighting with the power of the Holy Spirit, you will prevail. And if you're struggling with an old mindset, I want to invite you to check out my online course. It's called Rethink, and it was designed to help you learn how to control your mind and transform your life. So go ahead and jump on over to the website for more information. So step number one, Paul tells us to put off. The next step is to put in. Ephesians 4.23 says to be renewed in the spirit of our minds. This means that we are called to think like Jesus. But how can we think like Jesus if we don't know how Jesus thinks? And I love the way the Amplified Version says it. It says having a fresh, untarnished mental and spiritual attitude. Paul even gave us further instructions on how to do this in 2 Corinthians 10.5, where he tells us that we demolish arguments and every pretense that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take every thought captive and make it obedient unto Christ. So what does it mean to take a thought captive? Well, it means we take hold of it. And for some of you, your mind has been a battlefield simply because you have not taken charge of this territory. 
My friend, this is your mind. Don't let it be a dumping ground for the enemy. Just like when an officer takes captive a criminal, he interrogates the criminal until he gets to the truth. And the same thing for our thoughts. Don't allow any thoughts to bounce around in your head. Take them captive, measure it up to God's standard, which is his word. And if it doesn't measure up, then replace it. And then put in the new way of thinking. My friend, everything begins in the mind. God could change your circumstances, but if you don't change your thinking, it will be the same problem in a new situation. And finally, Paul reminds us to put on. Put on the new self, created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. Verse 24. So let's look at the Amplified Version again. The regenerated and renewed nature, created in God's image, God-like, in the righteousness and holiness of the truth, living in a way that expresses to God your gratitude for your salvation. My friends, we are new creations in Christ. Let's act like it. We must put on our new nature. To put on implies that it is a conscious effort on our part. We wear clothes every day, but they don't put themselves on. To think that simply because I want to wear a particular outfit means that it's just going to put itself on me is ludicrous. And the same is true for our new nature. It will be a daily decision to put on gratitude, put on right living, put on holiness. If you were once a server at a restaurant and now you're a corporate executive, you're going to put on different attire. If you were once a corporate executive and now you're a police officer, you are going to put on different attire. And you have been made new in Christ. You have been given a brand new position, a brand new identity, and a brand new nature. Put it on. My friend, this year is bound to bring new experiences and new beginnings. And God has a plan and a purpose for your life. And my prayer is that you will prepare your heart for the new and exciting beginnings that he has for you. Let's hold firmly to the words of the Apostle Paul, and put off our old nature, put in the mind of Christ, and put on your new nature. Then we will be prepared for whatever the Spirit brings our way. If 2020 has taught us anything, it is to be prepared for anything. My friend, if you are ready to answer the cry for a purpose with the determination to discover, I want to invite you to grab a copy of my book. It's called Make It Matter. It's a roadmap to living a life of purpose. And in it, you will discover your God-given purpose, develop the gifts, and design a plan to take you from concept to completion. So I will go ahead and include a link in the description section, or you can jump on over to the website for more information. Well, my friend, that's all the time that we have for today. I hope you've enjoyed our time as much as I have. Until next time, remember, all things are possible with God. For more information from Chris Reese, visit chrisreese.com forward slash podcast. That's K-R-I-S-R-E-E-C-E dot com forward slash podcast.